Welcome to Christchurch Winchester's Holy Week podcast on the last works of Jesus. My name is Amanda Dennis and today is Maundy Thursday of Holy Week. Jesus ate meals with all sorts of people on all sorts of occasions. What Jesus did and what Jesus said at these meals tell us a lot about Jesus. The last meal that Jesus ate with his disciples before he died is still remembered and celebrated by Christians around the world. Today we're going to look at why. This is Matthew's account of the meal. On the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Where do you want us to make preparations for you to eat the Passover? He replied, Go into the city to a certain man and tell him, The teacher says, My appointed time is near. I am going to celebrate the Passover with my disciples at your house. So the disciples did as Jesus had directed them, and prepared the Passover. When evening came, Jesus was reclining at the table with the twelve. And while they were eating, he said, I tell you the truth, one of you will betray me. They were very sad, and began to say to him one after the other, Surely, not I, Lord. Jesus replied, The one who has dipped his hand into the bowl with me will betray me. The Son of Man will go, just as it is written about him. But woe to that man who betrays the Son of Man. It would be better for him if he had not been born. Then Judas the one who would betray him, said, Surely not I, Rabbi. Jesus answered, Yes, it is you. While they were eating, Jesus took bread, gave thanks and broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup, gave thanks and offered it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, I will not drink of this fruit of the vine from now on until that day when I drink it anew with you in my Father's kingdom. When they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. It was Passover time, the time when Jewish families would flock into Jerusalem to celebrate the wonderful deliverance by God of their forebears from slavery in Egypt many centuries ago and God's gift of a new homeland to live in, Israel. The heart of these celebrations was a family meal called Passover. Jesus had made arrangements to celebrate this important meal with his 12 disciples. Jesus knew that shortly he was going to his trial and execution on the cross. We can only imagine how he must have felt as the disciples gathered around the table to eat together. Imagine his sorrow that one of his closest friends, Judas, would soon betray him. The disciples would have been familiar with what was going to happen during the meal. They would have attended Passover meals each year with their families from a very young age. They would know the familiar words that the head of the household would say words which told the story of the night that God rescued the Israelites from slavery in Egypt all those centuries ago. 
of how God had told each Israelite family to kill a lamb and put some of the blood on the door frames of their houses. How later that night the Lord went through the land of Egypt in judgment, killing the firstborn of the Egyptian families. Yet wonderfully, the Lord had passed over the Israelite houses that had blood on their door frames. Passover was a celebration of how the Lord had led the Israelites out of Egypt into freedom in the promised land. The disciples would have known what they were going to eat and the significance of each dish. Bitter herbs that represented the bitterness of slavery. Stewed fruit that had the consistency and colour of clay, which reminded them of the bricks the slaves had made. Lamb that reminded them of the way the Lord had passed over the houses of the Israelites, so they had not come under the judgment of death. Unleavened bread that had no yeast in it, as the Israelites had to leave Egypt in such haste. The four cups of wine that were passed round as the meal progressed and prayers and blessings were said. As a family gathered, a child would ask why this night, with its special customs and foods, was distinguished from all other nights. The head of the household would respond by retelling the biblical story of the redemption from Egypt. Maybe, as Jesus gathered with his disciples for his last meal, the youngest disciple asked this question. What none of the disciples would have expected was the way Jesus would answer this question and give a new meaning to this familiar ritual. After the second cup of wine was drunk, the head of the house would take the bread and pronounce the blessing of God for the gift of the bread. He would then break it into pieces and hand it around. It was at this point in the meal that Jesus did the most extraordinary thing. Jesus took the bread and said these words, take and eat, this is my body. Can you imagine what the disciples felt? Shock, horror, bemusement. So many questions must have been racing through their minds. Can Jesus be serious? How can we eat human flesh? Matthew doesn't reveal the disciples' thoughts in those moments. Maybe they remembered the time that Jesus had told the crowds that gathered round him that he, Jesus, is the bread of life. Only by coming to Jesus could each person's deep spiritual hunger for relationship with God be satisfied. The bread was broken into pieces as Jesus handed it to his disciples. Jesus' body was shortly going to be broken when he died on the cross. The Israelites ate the Passover meal to identify themselves with God's redemption when he freed their forebears from slavery in Egypt into freedom in the promised land. The disciples and those who would later come to faith in Jesus through their witness would in turn eat bread together and identify with the benefits of our redemption we retell the story of Jesus' death on the cross that sets us free from slavery to sin and selfishness into freedom in our relationship with God. After the main part of the meal, the head of the household would take the third cup of wine and thank and praise God for his redemption. Jesus took the cup and again reinterpreted the cup in terms of his own person. Jesus said, drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, 
which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. What did the disciples make of this? Having been asked to eat, eat his body, now Jesus was asking them to drink his blood. Later, the disciples would reflect on Jesus' words. They would remember the words of the Old Testament prophets like Isaiah and Jeremiah. Isaiah looked forward to a suffering servant who would bear our sins and pour out his soul even to death. And Jeremiah had looked forward to a new covenant between God and his people. Jesus had come to fulfil these prophecies. He would soon die on the cross, pour out his life as a sacrifice so that God could forgive us our sins. The old covenant had been sealed with the blood of animals. The new covenant, inaugurated by Jesus, would be sealed by his own blood. None of the gospel writers speak of the customary lamb being eaten at the meal. Jesus was the Passover lamb about to be sacrificed on the cross. Jesus spoke these words as he passed the cough wine around. I tell you, I will not drink from the fruit of this vine from now on until that day when I drink it new with you in my father's kingdom. Jesus is looking forward beyond his death, but even beyond his resurrection. Jesus is looking forward to the time when he will return and he will feast with all God's redeemed people throughout the ages who have put their trust in him at a heavenly banquet. It will be the most wonderful family reunion. Jesus gave us a meal, which we've come to call Holy Communion. We gather together with thankful hearts to eat bread and drink wine. We retell the story of our redemption and we know that Jesus is powerfully present with us by the Holy Spirit, delighting in us, strengthening us and feeding us in our inmost being. Let's pray. Holy Jesus, you gave us a meal to help us remember and celebrate all that you've done for us in your death and resurrection. Help us to have thankful hearts for all the benefits of the new covenant and take joy in your presence as we meet together. Amen.